Hello, this is Zandi Hicks. This podcast is called Bold, Brave, and Daring because, well, that's already inside of you. You can choose to be bold, brave, and daring every day of your life, and this podcast teaches you how to walk through life with God, Him showing you how to become bold, brave, and daring, and He loves you. And so this podcast is going to show you who He is. It's kind of like letters from God, so Stay tuned if you want to hear what God wants to say to you, because I know that he's going to speak right to you. Hello, Zandi here. Uh, So I wanted to share with you guys today about how I learned God's voice and how I learned to trust him. I think those are two main things that helped me get through my everyday life. And I think that learning the voice of God is so important in our lives because if you don't know his voice, um, man, how are you going to work through the, you know, the everyday things? So just to share some of my background and kind of why I am doing this podcast, God really placed this on my heart and it was just amazing that he did it in such a way to make it so personal. So I was at a a women's conference and I just felt the Holy Spirit's presence on me so heavily. And he was like, I want you to do the podcast. I'm like, okay, here we go. So my background is that I grew up in a Christian home. Praise God. Um, My dad was a Baptist pastor, and my grandfather was also a Baptist pastor, and they laid such a good foundation. My mom and grandma both saved. My mom's parents the same way are saved, and God is just, it's been definitely a generational thing. I think that the generations before me prayed that, like my sisters and I and whoever else, you know, in their family would be saved And praise God that they did that. And I pray that you do that for your children and grandchildren because your prayers are so powerful. I love when Lisa Bevere, if you haven't heard her speak, you should just look her up on YouTube as soon as this is done and look up one of her videos. And just, if you don't want to listen to the whole thing, scroll to the end when she does a prayer over everybody. And she says, like, may you see up close what other generations have only Um, seen in the distance. May you hear up close what other generations only dare to whisper. May you speak that out loud. Like uh, a generational prayer, which is just, it's so neat. So I think that, you know, my grandparents definitely paved that way. And then my parents, praise God that they laid such good foundation for us growing up. And I'm able to build on that. As my life goes on, I can build on what they started. So knowing that, I got saved when I was six, and I remember the night I asked Jesus into my heart and asked him to forgive me of all my sins, and from then on, like, I could hold, you know, hear conviction, you know, you know, right from wrong, and I think that definitely helped me stay on a good path all through, you know, school, middle school, high school, all of those times. Uh, I'm not saying that I was perfect. Definitely not. I don't think anybody is, of course. But I do think that God protected me from a lot of things. There would be things that my friends 
um, you know, got into and I wouldn't make it. Um, I would audition and then I wouldn't make it. I would, you know, do an interview and then I wouldn't make it. I was just in a different, it was just like, God was like, that's not for you. And then he put me in a situation and said, this is for you. So that knowing that that's my background. And then when I was 14, that also helped. I got, you know, I realized there was a relationship with God because before then you're just a little too young and you don't really understand until, you know, you hit your like teenager years, then you're starting to understand the world a little bit better. And so at 14, I really started the relationship with God, started reading my Bible and just was hungry for that. And I would put Bible verses on my, in my room, on my door, on my walls. Um, in high school, I would walk around reading my Bible. Like I was just so hungry for the word of God. And then when I was 19, my parents got divorced and that was, it's, it's hard for anybody anybody. It's, it's one of the most stressful things that you can go through in life outside of losing a child. Um, divorce is the second hardest thing that you can go through. So going through that, God showed his faithfulness the whole time to me. And I think part of it was that I searched for him and just, you know, I wanted him. I needed him. I needed him to walk me through that hard season. It doesn't matter what age you are. If your parents get divorced, it doesn't matter. It still hurts. So going through that the whole time, I would, I just remember like praying in my car and worshiping, um, going from my parents' house and seeing one of them to talking to one of them on the phone. And then I'm the oldest. So definitely. And my mom and I are really close. I'm close with my dad. So hearing both of their perspectives and, you know, trying to be there for them, but at the same time, like being their daughter, God just, he was just there for me. And the whole time, the only thing I could hear and sing out loud in the car was, great is thy faithfulness, which is an old hymn. I think that the things that I learned when I was a kid and laid that foundation that my parents, you know, taught me and my grandparents, laying that made sure that when I was 19, I went back to God and just saying, great is thy faithfulness. And he showed it so clearly then. And then, um, a year later after they got divorced, I got married and that's when God really, I, I started learning how to hear God's voice more clearly and seeking it and started journaling more heavily. And it's so funny, when we first got married, he would go to a Bible study every other week and I just I started worshiping God and watching the people on the worship and being like, you know what, I'm just going to raise my hands and see how this is. And I started to feel the presence of God and feel the presence of the Holy Spirit just come in the room and you can feel him, you know, in your hands and um, like a like a weight. And it, it was so powerful because I knew, wow, this is God showing up. And, and then there would be other moments of just journaling and 
I'm a journaler. That's how I hear his voice, but that may not be for you. You, it might be something totally different. My husband is not a journaler at all. He's a mental thinker. He actually, he runs and he said the, um, God has actually started talking to him on his runs. So I think that's so powerful that God speaks to us each individually. Um, my best friend, God speaks to her through other people. He uses other people to talk to her, and she's like, I, I hear you. There's been some hard moments, such hard moments in her life. And and then the Holy Spirit, she asks, like, can you just make yourself known? And he blew on her face. It was It was so clear that it was God. Those moments are so powerful where you just, you ask him, like, I need you. Show up. And he does. There was another time in that first year that we were married. Um, I, I think it was a year after we had been married. I put on my wedding dress. And I was just laying on my bed. And I heard him say, you're so beautiful. And it just brought tears to my eyes. I'm, I'm like tearing up thinking about it. Because it, it was just so cool that God, he wants to speak to you. He does. He wants you to seek his and hear his voice. He will speak to you. You have to learn how to hear and listen for him. So start doing things that, you know, you can turn to the Holy Spirit and say, show me yourself, whether you're by your, it probably be easier if you're by yourself. Start asking him like, show up. I want to hear you. Maybe it's through worship Maybe it's, I don't know, somebody else sharing their story with you and you're like, that was for me. That's exactly what I needed to hear. Another way um, to learn God's voice and to start trusting him is just to ask him for small things. He wants you to ask him, just like your kids, um, if you have kids yet, just they start asking for stuff. I remember as a kid asking for stuff. Sometimes your parents give it to you and sometimes they don't. And so God is a lot the same way. He wants to give you abundantly more than you can even ask, think, or imagine. But it has to be in the right time. So the way that I started learning this trust is, um, it sounds really silly, but I asked him for a jean shirt. <laughs> I really wanted a denim jean shirt, and I was like, Lord, I really want this shirt. I've seen it at Target a couple times, but I, I don't want to spend the money on it right now. Like, that's not what we're prioritizing. So if you, if there's some way you could bring me a jean shirt, it's really dumb. So if you don't, it's okay. But, you know, maybe you could. I remember asking him driving in my car. It was really funny. And a couple weeks later, I, I forgot about it. A couple weeks later, a friend of mine, she brought me a thing of clothes. And when you know, halfway through those clothes was a jean denim shirt. And I was like, God, you did it. Like, I shouldn't be surprised, but you did it. You brought me just a jean shirt. And he was like, I heard you. I heard you. And then... The, in the next couple weeks, I just, I was, that was so powerful. I was like, you know what? I was walking through TJ Maxx and I just thought to myself, I didn't say it out loud this time. I said in my head, I would really love a new blanket, God. Like, that'd be so cool. Help me find one like a TJ Maxx or something that I really like. And it's just a small thing, but it, it would be nice to have a new blanket. A couple days later, 
my mom, she bought me a Paris blanket. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Like, that's exactly what I wanted. But I knew it was from God. She was like, I just felt like I was supposed to buy this for you. I'm like, well, that was God. And then he had been faithful in those two things. And so I was like, Lord, uh, this one I didn't even ask for. It was actually just more of a passing thought. Like, I didn't even really think about this one. But I was like, it'd be nice to have a new curling iron. And that was it. That was all I thought. And literally like two days later, um, at the time, someone, I was cleaning houses and someone that I cleaned for said, Hey, I left a curling iron on the sink. I, it doesn't work for me. I don't really like it. So if you'd like it, you can take it. And that one blew me away actually the most because it was a passing thought. And it was just, it was confirmation that, you know, the Bible's so true. Whatever it says, it's truth. That God hears your thoughts. And I'm his daughter. He wants to bless me. Just like when I have kids, I will totally want to bless them. And you know, whatever they ask, I would. I, you just want to say yes. Because they're just so cute. And they're your kid and you love them. So I, I say all that because I want you to be able to trust God. Because if I can trust him in the little things, I'm able to trust him in the big things. That was all practice for the harder things in life. For when I needed him to talk to me about my marriage and how to help me. Because marriage is really hard. How to manage finances. When you know it's his voice and he asks you to give. That you know it's him and you know it's the right thing to do. There... There's been so many times where he's just been, he said, I want you to give to that. And I have to ask him, what's the number? And he tells me, and it doesn't matter what it is. I'm like, okay, that's what we're supposed to do. And then I tell my husband, and then I'm like, you should probably pray about it because it's harder to get on board when someone else tells you what the Holy Spirit told you instead of you both hearing it. But he always tells him too. And then... This past February, the Holy Spirit actually, during a marriage conference, asked us to give a large amount for us, half of our savings. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's a really hard one to trust. But you've been so faithful in the little. I always go back to that denim shirt. He is so faithful in bringing me something so small. I knew that he would be so faithful in whatever he tells me to do. So I was like, okay, here we go. And he, the Holy Spirit, you know, he talks to me, like I said, I journal and he just gives me word for word. So I just write word after word after word. I wrote down exactly, he was like, this is how you explain it to Zach. And Zach definitely needed some confirmation on that, my husband. He definitely needed confirmation on that. Well, it's like, oh, I don't know about this one. And three people told him within the next week uh, the same amount of money. They said the exact amount of money, which was just, it was wild. And he was like, okay, that's what we're supposed to do. So we did that. Two months later, during a pandemic, he was faithful and the money was back in there. He, You cannot, you cannot outgive God. And whatever he tells you to do, just learn to trust it because it's going to benefit you in the long run. 
He's never, he's never going to put you in a situation that makes things worse. He only puts you in situations that makes things better because he knows your heart and he knows what you need and he knows your future and he knows the plan that he has for you and he knows what's best. Even if it doesn't match your expectations, even if you're like, I wanted this by this day. He's like, well, actually, you need it at this time in your life because I know what's going to happen in your future. I already know what you need. So you can say what you want, but I'm actually going to make it work for you even better than what you think. So I pray that you learn to trust God in the small things, in the, in the little tangible things, and then he'll give it to you in bigger things, and you'll learn to trust his voice. It's, it's so... Um, refreshing to hear God's voice. You will know it's him because God speaks of hope. When you feel it's his presence, there's peace and reassurance that you're good and you're good enough and you're his kid. There's, I believe there's three voices that you hear. It's yours, God, and the enemy. And God can read your thoughts, of course. He knows what you're going to think even before you think it. He knows what you're going to say even before you say it. The Word says that. He knows what you're going to say even before you say it. So the other voice is your voice. But you know when it's you and you know when it's God. And that is a learning. It takes learning that. And then there's the enemy. And when you hear his voice, it doesn't bring hope. And it doesn't bring light. And you have to, to learn to decipher who it is. I think that is so powerful to learn um, as quickly as you can. Because then you can really navigate life so much easier. Because then you know God's voice. And you can go straight to the source and say, God, what do you want me to do? He can start speaking to you through random things. He spoke to me through a Facebook page the other day. Just someone's Facebook page. I saw it and it was like, my spirit leaped. It was so weird. I've never had that experience before, but it was like I was pulled to this person and I was like, this is crazy, but I know it's you. I know it's you, God. And so learning how to do that is so powerful. When you experience those things, I highly recommend that you write it down because otherwise you might forget. Those are the things I go back to in hard seasons. When I'm wondering where God is, when I'm wondering what he's doing, when I'm wondering why something hasn't happened yet, when I'm wondering, like, why is this so hard in my life, marriage or family or relationships, friendships, all of those, when I'm wondering, why is this so hard, I go back to those moments that I know God was faithful and I'm like, okay, I know you're with me. You've never left me. Great is thy faithfulness. I go back to that moment one of the hardest moments in my life when I was 19 and my parents were getting divorced. I go back to that moment and I remember being in my car singing, Great is thy faithfulness, because he is. So I pray that you learn his faithfulness and grow in that and just trust him because he's so good and he only wants the best for you.